Hi, good morning. I'm Colin Ong and uh, I'm making this recording from Singapore. It's a very beautiful Tuesday morning in Singapore. And um, just to give some context, the Prime Minister of Singapore actually had uh, quite a long address to the nation yesterday around 4pm. And uh, the report card is that so Singapore is doing pretty well in um, controlling and um, the vaccination process. Uh, for those of you who are not from Singapore, who are wondering, should you come down to Singapore to travel? I'm not even sure whether or not is it even possible from your country to my country. But all I can say is I can give you some advice about business in Singapore. Now, Singapore is technologically very uh, connected and very advanced. So if you want to set up a business, a physical business in Singapore to sell stuff to Singaporeans, uh, my suggestion is for the time being, you don't need to have a physical presence in Singapore. You can use it on um, uh, websites like Shopee, Lazada um, and, and all that. There are many uh, Singaporeans are very into e-commerce. So if you want to, it's a good way for you to actually try to understand the psyche of Singaporeans. So for those of you who have been asking me about setting up a business in Singapore, yes, it's a great place to do business, but it depends on what type of product. But if you are using Singapore as a gateway to China and, and a gateway to Vietnam and, and all that, right? My, my suggestion is try to create a digital presence first. All right. I... I I will give more advice in another uh, recording or you can email me colinongts at hotmail.com uh, you need more advice. So let's go back to the original purpose of this recording. This is uh, episode 2 of the Zoom series and um, the first episode I was talking about CAM about how as a teacher myself um, you know we, 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 we tend to wonder about hey how about CAM uh, should we force the student to turn on cam or not? So now, today, I want to continue on another topic within the Zoom uh, e-learning platform, which I hope will benefit both teacher and student. And that, okay, drum roll, that is about content. How do you present your teaching content so that the student understand the work. So this is my suggestion. My suggestion is that um, before you actually do your Zoom, alright, so this is directed to teachers, before you do your Zoom, uh, ensure that the your students alright, or your participants have um, some of uh, a summary of what you are doing and what you are teaching either email to them already, all right, and they have some time to actually um, look at it. So do not send them materials like 15 minutes before your Zoom. All right, that, that I don't think is uh, right. So and this is, this is not just for classroom, but it's also for presentation because give them at least uh, an idea of what they're in for. So, before your participants actually enter, all right, uh, email to them, 
all right? The teaching hypnosis at least, and if it's very complicated, and they really need to really have a read of it, right, correct? Then the entire document, if you're a school teacher, because at the end of the day, People have been asking me, how much do I give? Do I give 20 pages? Do I email 20 pages and 30 pages? And some people are asking me, you know, then they'll be very distracted because some of them, they may actually print out the notes and then uh, later on, they are very confused because they'll be looking at the Zoom and they're looking at their print material. So, uh, wouldn't that be distracting? Right, correct? Well, don't you um, do, do what we call uh, screensaver and, and all that? Well, I've been a teacher for many years. And from my experience is, especially for maths and science, um, if a student is totally virtual, which means to say that um, the teacher expects you to look at, at the Zoom screen uh, and you are going to show maybe about 20 or 30 pages of your screen save, uh, screen share, sorry. Zoom, there's this function called screen share, right? And you expect the student to actually just look at the screen share and look at the way you do do uh, that, right, correct? And maybe at the end of your your presentation and then print out, I, I think it's highly unlikely. Most of my students, they tell me that they, they want to actually look at the material first. And most of them, when I ask them, they actually tell me that it's easier for them to actually print out print out the stuff first and then as a the teacher is teaching and underlining and, and making uh, notes on the sc screen share, the student will then get the eyes off the screen and then do it physically. So the, the good news or the bad news depends. The good news is that uh, you don't have to be 100% virtual. That uh, even young Gen Z people, students, they still feel that there's a relevance to printed stuff. But they'll print it on their side. And maybe they print certain portions of it. Because for they, 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 they tell me that if they were to just watch the presentation without even doing uh, their own notes and, 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 and uh, all that stuff, right, correct? They are afraid that when the, at the end of the Zoom teaching, whatever the teacher has written and done and, 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 and transcribed, would have been lost. So somewhere along the line, I can assure you, lecturers, that the students will not just blankly and blindly stare at the Zoom. The students, besides eating their sneaker bar and drinking, uh, 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 drinking Coke, all right, and and perhaps um, also playing with their mobile phone, which you can't see, all right. They tell me somewhere along the line, they also feel that they need to take down some notes. And they say that um, and the, their note-taking may not be on their tablet. Yes, some of them, they also have a tablet. So they have a Zoom and they have a tablet. But most of them tell me that they want something printed in front of their table and they'll take down notes. So they will not 100% just stare at your Zoom. So don't be stressed. Correct? So... So as you are going through your, your presentation, just remember that not all of them are just going to sit down and stare at your presentation. They do need to annotate notes. So as you are writing 
uh, and making uh, circles and arrows and triangles and squares on your uh, screen share, just remember that the students are doing some of their own personal notes in real time at the same time. So whenever you want to shift to a different screen, for example, if you teach maths and you finish the, uh, doing the working for a particular question, give about three minutes for some of the students to actually annotate on their own notes. Correct? So this is my suggestion to lecturers. Every time we turn to the next page, just wait for maybe a few seconds, ask them, uh, ask them to show uh, in the Zoom function, there's this function where you can raise your hand. Ask them, can I can I go to the next page? Right. Do that. Maybe during a physical lecture, you won't do that, but Zoom, you should do that. Now, my uh, comments to students who are listening to this particular recording. Now, students, just remember to read up your content, all right, before every Zoom uh, lecture. It's very important. You cannot expect to have the same experience. When you attend a lecture, students, you carry a file, you have some paper, and sometimes when you have problems, what happens, students? You turn to the person to your right or to your left at the lecture theater, right, students? And you ask them, hey, what does that mean? But the problem is that when you're in a Zoom lecture or a Zoom learning platform, students, you don't have that physical presence of your friend, despite the fact that you can text your friend but by the time you do that, it's too slow. Because when you are in a lecture theatre, you don't understand that. You can just nudge your friend, ask your friend, hey, what's that? And your friend will just show you his or her writing, correct? But during a Zoom lecture, you can't do that. So my suggestion, students, is either uh, raise up your hand uh, virtually, right? There is a function in Zoom. Or please read up before every Zoom lecture. Read up and uh, put in a bit more background uh, preparation, students, for that. So today's Zoom episode is simply entitled Content. And I think it's very important that a Zoom lecture should not be just an online virtual PowerPoint presentation. A Zoom lecture should not be just viewed as an online PowerPoint presentation because some teachers treat it so. It, it, it's, I, I heard some teachers say that, oh, a Zoom, what's Zoom? Zoom is just a PowerPoint presentation that is online and 20 students can just watch it. No, it's more than that. All right, you, it's the job of the teacher to make it interactive, but there has to be a pre Zoom. Preparation too. So the success of your Zoom presentation and students in the same way your Zoom learning is also dependent on the preparation. So I always feel that if you expect the Zoom presentation to be a success when nobody actually knows what's going to happen, nobody knows the background of the teacher, nobody knows what is the learning uh, plan and all that, right? It's doomed for failure. Okay, so thank you very much. I'm also a private tutor. If you have uh, uh, any need for tuition for economics at any level, general paper, English, please call me 9674-9640 or email me colinongts at hotmail.com. 
have a good day and please wait for episode 3. Please share my podcast if you feel that your friends need some advice. Uh, I'm also very available to give advice, especially academic advice to people around the world. Thank you very much.